0: And let me thank you for your support. We truly cannot do what we are doing here without it. It's time for another edition of Fighting for the Faith. Tuesday, January 26, 2021. guys remember that great conjunction thingy, you know, the Jupiter and Saturn and Venus and stuff. Yeah, yeah, apparently God was talking through that. I don't know if you uh, got the message. Uh, here, Here I am thinking God talks through the Bible, but apparently he speaks through that. conference speakers, self-proclaimed prophets, prophetesses, self-appointed apostles and apostolets, and those generally put forward by the evangelical industrial complex as those whom we need to be listening to, whose books apparently we need to be buying and whose small group curricula we should be studying instead of the word of God. Yeah, weird how that works. Over and again, we demonstrate that the steady diet of doctrine that is put forward for consumption by the average evangelical, far from biblical, far from what God's Word says, and there's just a whole lot of deception going on out there. Case in point, today we're going to be heading down to the Cathedral of Frisco as uh, we catch up on the uh, beginning of the year, so-called Words of the Lord, and uh, this is an annual event down there with uh, Keith Craft. In fact, I think best if we just kind of, hit the music and uh, move into the segment, shall we? These are the sounds of the Mariachi Trench. The Mariachi Trench is the place from which the voice of God emanates and points us to the stars in heaven above so that we can pay attention to the message that God is trying to bring to us in the year 2021 via the Great Convergence, (laughs) I don't seem to be making any sense, um, then the rest of this episode will not be helpful. Let me back off on the music and uh, let's head over to the YouTube uh, channel as we uh, listen to the setup for what it is that we're about to listen to in this installment of Fighting for the Faith. Here we go. I gotta confess, I'm a little behind on some of the episodes I wanted to do, you know, because COVID. And so I know we're like nearing the end of January, but... We're, we've got some loose ends. We've got some loose ends, and uh, I'm not going to let COVID keep me from getting to these episodes. You, you kind of get the idea. So what we're going to do today um, is we're going to head over to Elevate Life Church at the Cathedral of Frisco, and uh, we're going to be listening to Keith Kraft, the vision casting leader there, from their New Year's Eve service. And in their New Year's Eve service— Uh, Their tradition is to receive a specific word from the Lord for the upcoming year. And uh, last year, the word that God gave to Keith Craft was double-double, which is like my favorite hamburger ever. Uh, Animal style, by the way. (laughs) I grew up in Southern California, and that's like the one thing I miss the most. I don't miss the traffic. I do miss the weather, but I, oh, the thing I miss the most and actually still have dreams about, In-N-Out Burger, double-double, animal style. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was gratuitous. <laughs> anyway, so the word for the, uh, of the Lord that God apparently gave them was double-double, and I got to tell you. Him revealing the word that God supposedly gave him for the year 2021, I, I've never seen anything like it. I I mean it actually kind of borders on, if not crosses the border into astrology. No, no joke. I'm not making that up. That isn't hyperbole. And um, and let me just say it up front this man didn't receive this word from God. What he's saying here is flat out false. And, uh, and so by way of comparison, we're going to let the Scripture talk about the Scripture today as our counterpoint, and we're going to spend just a little bit of time in the Psalm 119. If you're not familiar with Psalm 119, um, I'm looking forward to introducing this psalm to you. If you are familiar with it, then I'm excited about showing maybe some of the things you had never seen before regarding Psalm 119. That will be our counter teaching today. So buckle up. Uh, let's whirl up the desktop. And uh, by the way, that's San Clemente, California. Since he was, t- you know, since the word their word of the Lord was double double. <clears throat> yeah, I just. <laughs> That's a photograph I took in July of what 2019. Yeah, at the, at the San Clemente Pier. Anyway, I'm I, as you can tell. Sometimes I'm I'm not quick to want to actually hear the heresy, but buckle up, hang on tight, because I, I this is this is a first for me. I've never seen anything like
1: this. Here we go. Well, I want to um, just jump right into the word here and tell you what I believe the Lord's spoken to me. The Lord didn't say this to you.
0: This is not the voice of God speaking. I mean, when—and by the way, there is no precedent in Scripture for an individual Christian congregation to receive a special super-revelation from God for each and uh, up every uh, coming calendar year. And by the way, it also—there's no precedent for it for the Jewish year either. And by the way, if you're not familiar with this— the uh, the current Jewish calendar, it's not even biblical. Mm-hmm. Read the book of Exodus when God is giving instructions regarding the Passover and answer this one question. What is the first month of the year for the children of Israel? Mm-hmm. And then ask yourself this question. Is the first month of the year currently according to the Jewish calendar that same month? The answer is no, it's not. And so since it's not, even the current Jewish New Year has like zero biblical significance. So there is no precedent in Scripture for individual congregations to hear from their prophetic vision-casting leader at the beginning of every calendar year some special word to give them guidance for the upcoming. This is all, this is all nonsense. So this practice isn't biblical, and when you hear what he exegetes here— yeah. You remember the great conjunction right before Christmas, the claim that that was the Christmas star when Jupiter and Saturn came close together? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's going to exegete that and claim that God was talking to us through it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not making it up. <clears throat> yes, I slept well last night. I had plenty of rest and not suffering from any severe symptoms of COVID at this point.
1: So, yeah, yeah. just trust me. You'll see. 2021. In a year where we've been told to keep our distance, stay at home, separate yourselves, God spoke from the heavens. I told you,
0: God spoke from the heavens. Were you listening to the message that God was speaking when he was talking to us? (laughs) Oh, and wait till you see which biblical text he twists to justify this.
1: Psalms nineteen verse one through eleven says this all right now psalm 19, 1 to
0: eleven before he mangles it, let's take a look at that text and uh and so uh i you'll note that I have Psalm one hundred and nineteen open in my Accordance uh software but let me uh let me just duplicate this tab, and we're gonna go to Psalm. Nineteen, Psalm 19. There we go. And let me make the Hebrew on that just a little bigger. There we go. And here's what Psalm 19 says. The heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above proclaims His handiwork. Now, let me give you a cross-reference for this that I think will be helpful. And I need a New Testament text for this. So let's go to Romans chapter 1. And there we are. And what I am going to do here is just scroll on down. Let me make the Greek a little smaller there. Voila. All right. In Romans chapter 1, we have uh, one of these passages that kind of bears out this theme that we're seeing in Psalm 19. And here's what it says. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For God's invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made so that men are without excuse. Uh, Let me kind of summarize it this way. Uh, This text clearly teaches that God doesn't believe in atheists. They don't exist. There's no such thing as an atheist. God... His existence is made known by the creation itself. And those who are denying the existence of God, it's not that there isn't enough evidence to prove that God exists. No, 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 no. The reason why they're doing that is they're suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. That's the point. And so you'll note, the heavens declare the handiwork of God. God's existence, His power, his his glory, this, these are all manifested in the creation. Itself. So then coming back to the text, that's this. what's going on in Psalm 119, not 119, Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth. And their words to the end of the world. In them, He has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom, leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. All right, so you you can see here now. When we in, in theology, we talk about the fact that that uh, that God has spoken in two books. And one of the books you kind of take figuratively. So one of the books is the Bible. The second book is what we call the book of nature. But here's the thing. The book of nature doesn't tell you the name of God. It doesn't t- preach the gospel to you. Uh, it hints at the wrath of God and the chaos of and destruction of natural forces. But it also speaks to the glory of God and the beauty that can be found in creation. So the creation itself... Proves, and we all know this, that God exists. That's the point. And so the heavens are declaring the glory of God. So in book number one, God has spoken, but it's not a clear revelation in revealing who He is and what He's done for us. In order to hear the gospel, the good news that Christ has died for our sins, you got to go to the Bible. That's not revealed in nature, that's revealed in scripture. So, next text, though, as part of Psalm 19, then, is that he, that the, the, the psalmist now is going to turn not to nature. He's going to turn now to the scriptures. And this is where Psalm 19, verse 7 picks up. The law, or you could even say the Torah of Yahweh is perfect. That's the word that's used there. And so this is re- referring now to the written scriptures. The law of God, the Torah of Yahweh is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of Yahweh is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of Yahweh are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of Yahweh is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of Yahweh is clean, enduring forever. The rules of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. So you know, verse 10 here, more to be desired are the commandments, are the precepts. It's the Torah, the written word of God, than gold, it's sweeter than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. This is how scripture talks about itself. And so this portion of Psalm 19 is referring to the written scriptures. Moreover, by them is your servant warned in keeping them. There is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. You know, like claiming that God told you that Trump would win the election. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Yahweh, my rock and my Redeemer. So that's Psalm 19. And so you'll know, Psalm 19 refers to the book of nature and also the written word of God. And those are the reference points in Psalm 19. But, well, best way I can put it is that uh, Keith Craft here isn't going to be using Psalm 19 to point us to the glory of, of God in the heavens in the correct sense. And he's going to utterly mangle the second part of psalm 19 to not be referring to the written scriptures instead he's going to try to make it appear that psalm 19 is referring to the word of the lord that god is speaking to keith graft right now for the year 2021 not making that up so let me back this up so you can hear it in context listen again
1: separate yourselves God spoke from the heavens. Psalms 19 verse 1 through 11 says this, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech.
0: Now, if you haven't already figured it out, he's going to try to use this first part of Psalm 19 to justify the message that he claims God was speaking to us in the great conjunction. Yeah, I'm not
1: making that up. Nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them, he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber And rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. Now remember, everything I'm reading is in the context that God declares his glory from the heavens. Correct.
0: Cross-reference to Romans 1, talking about how his existence and his great power and strength are made manifest and, pe- and human beings know it because of creation. Got it. The law of the Lord is perfect. Now comes the switch. Notice he's, the, this psalm has made a, a change now, is now referring to the written word
1: of God. Converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making the wise Simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than fine gold, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb.
0: Talking about now the written word of God and the commandments found in the scriptures. Yeah. Moreover,
1: by them, your servant at, is warned. So God warns us by his word. Mm-hmm. And in keeping them, there is great reward. Indeed. Indeed. Now
0: watch where he goes with this and how quickly it happens.
1: In keeping what? The words that God speaks to us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you if you blinked, you would have missed it. No, so notice he just took Psalm 19 and is claiming that there's great reward in listening to the words that God is speaking directly to them via the vision casting leader Keith Craft. Yeah, let me back that up. It's it's I, it happens so quick. It's unbelievable. I mean, talk about. N- totally missing the entire point of this text. Let me back just a little more.
1: And in keeping them, there is great reward. In keeping what? The words that God speaks to us.
0: <laughs> no, the commands of Scripture. The written word, that's what Psalm 19 is referring to.
1: Words that God gives to us.
0: Yeah, you know, like the word double-double.
1: They are to be desired. What The word that I'm about to give you, it will be worth more to you this year than, than gold, but I'm going to give you some good news. It's going to bring some gold in your pocket, too.
0: If you know anybody that attends the Cathedral of Frisco Elevate Life Church in Frisco, Texas, you, you, you need to sit down and plead with them. They need to run. This man is not teaching them the word of God. He is a dangerous wolf, claiming now to be you know, sp- putting words in God's mouth. If you would, that's what he's doing. God is not speaking through this man. He has just mangled Psalm one nineteen, and, and not Psalm one. Psalm nineteen. I keep doing that, and uh, and boy, oh boy, this this is this is dangerous. This man isn't hearing from God at all, at all. Now let's do a little comparative work here. All right. So uh, one of the things I said I wanted to do was talk about. Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Let's take a look at how God's word talks about God's word. And we're not talking about some specific word of the Lord for the year 2021 that is claiming to have been received directly from the heart of God into the mouth and the heart of Keith Craft, the vision casting leader of the Cathedral of First. We're talking about the written word of God, the Bible itself, and listen to what it, what how the Scripture speaks. And I'm going to show you just a, a, an interesting feature of Psalm 119. In the Hebrew, each of these sections, so verses one to eight, and then verses nine to sixteen, it, it, it's it's written in a way where every sentence in each of these sections, begins with the same Hebrew letter. And so uh, right here, yeah, let me go, here's Psalm 119, verses 1 to 8, every every sentence begins with the letter Aleph. Aleph, 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 Aleph. Next section is the Hebrew letter Beth. Baith, 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 Baith. You, you get the idea here. And so it basically the psalmist here took the Hebrew alphabet and then wrote in it's like the A to Z of how awesome the Bible is. Uh <laughs> you, you get the idea. That it's it that's an English um yeah, it, it, it does, it, it, the Hebrew alphabet doesn't end with Z, but you, you get the idea. So, But it's it's like taking the Hebrew alphabet and it's like, let me explain to you all the ways and we'll just use the whole Hebrew alphabet and talk about how awesome God's Word is. And so let's take a look at, at, at Let's read some of this out because it's just so amazing. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk... Who walk, here we go, halach in Hebrew, this is how they conduct their life, who walk in the Torah of Yahweh. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your, your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all of your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart. When I learn your righteous rules, I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Dvar here, talking about the written word. With my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Yahweh, teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. So note here, Psalm 19, talking about how God's word is greater than, and to be sought after more than gold, all right? It's the written word that it's referring to here, and you'll note that the riches that we have in God's word. Now, what Keith Craft has done by claiming that Psalm 19, the section referring to the written word of God, is referring to this direct revelation he claims is, uh, you know, he that he got directly from God. He is basically saying that the riches are not to be found in Scripture, but in this word of the Lord for the year 2021 that it's apparently God gave him. I mean, the blasphemy meter here is pinned all the way over. It's going to, you know, and it's, it, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's way overcooked it here. We're, we are into blasphemous range, and this is how you know you're dealing with a, with a false teacher and a
1: wolf. Let's keep going. You know why? Because the word of God says it. If you don't listen to the word, God speaks. He declares his glory. All
0: right, I got to back this up because I want you to hear the blasphemy again and watch what he does. Do.
1: Talking about getting gold. I mean, I'm about to give you, it will be worth more to you this year than, than gold, but I'm going to give you some good news. It's going to bring some gold in your pocket, too.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So this, this word that God gave Keith Kraft, man, it's going to put some gold in your pocket. This is an example of teaching for shameful gain things that you ought not to teach.
1: You know why? Because the word of God says it. If you don't listen to the word, God speaks. He declares his glory from the heavens. If you don't listen to the word of God, then it has none effect in your life.
0: (laughs) He's referring to the great conjunction. I'm not making that up. You're warned.
1: But when you keep the word, there is great reward. Everybody just lift up your hands for a minute. I'm going to do my first prophecy right now.
0: Ugh. This is so blasphemously wrong.
1: There is great reward coming your way this year in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Why don't you just say that to yourself right now? Yeah, just go ahead and say that to yourself. Oh, there's great reward coming for me for the year 2021. There's great reward coming to me this year. There's great reward. Boy, talk about
0: preaching to people's vain glory pride and greed oh yeah this is ticking off all the sinful boxes here
1: don't forget it god's told you it's gonna happen
0: (laughs) no he hasn't god didn't say any of those things that you're saying you twisted psalm 19 to make it about something that it's not about and you are this is again total
1: blasphemy here so on december 21st oh i know it's just a coincidence (laughs) I know, it's just a coincidence. He, he's the one
0: who has divined for us the message that God was speaking on December
1: 21st. In a close conjunction, Jupiter passed Saturn in the evening sky, evening sky, so what? Woo! This is known as the Great Conjunction. Now, a lot of people thought, oh, this is just so amazing. Oh, let's see if we see the planets. Let's see what's happening. I want to remind you, in the year where we were told to keep our distance, in the year where we were told to stay at home, in the year where still in New Mexico and different places, I have friends that are being fined $10,000 every time their church meets by the government there. In that kind of climate, it just so happens in this year that there was a great conjunction. You say, what does that mean?
0: (laughs) Are are you? (laughs) This is so absurd. So let me see if I got this straight. (laughs) Jupiter and Saturn on December 21st. They refused to engage in social distancing. (laughs) And because of that, God was sending a message to us.
1: Yeah, you can't make this up. The two largest planets in the solar system, Jupiter and Saturn, came closer together than they had in 397 years. So what? Who cares?
0: <laughs> we had overcast skies here in North Dakota on that particular night, so I wasn't even able to see it. So God wasn't apparently speaking to me through, uh, through the great conjunction. Let's go back to Psalm 119, shall we? Again, compare the real riches here, the real voice of God found in the Scripture. Deal bountifully with your servants so that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law, out of your Torah. I'm a sojourner on the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your rules at all times. You rebuke the insolent, accursed ones who wander from your commandments. Take away from me scorn and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. When I was told of my ways, you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Put false ways far from me and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Yahweh. Let me not be put to shame. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. Teach me your way, O Lord Turn away the reproach that I dread, for your rules are good. Behold, I long for your precepts and in your righteousness give me life. Yeah, you'll you'll note that what Scripture says about Scripture, it's amazing. It's comforting. And you'll even note there's even hints of law and gospel here. You know, of take God taking away reproach guiding us in his truth. Ah, yeah, you see, you you get the idea here. And so what is to be desired more than gold? God's word. God's word is greater than all the wealth of the earth. That's the point. And we know that this word is from God. As for this other thing that we're hearing from Keith Craft, not so much. (laughs) Now, let me take a second here. I'm going to take just a quick second... Uh, To uh, give a quick shout out to the sponsor of this installment of Fighting for the Faith, and that is The Word of the Lord Endures Forever. If you haven't already headed over to The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, do so. It's at thewordendures.org, and there you will find the 15 minute daily podcast of Pastor Will Whedon as he works exegetically, verse by verse, precept by precept, through entire books of of the Bible. If you want a rich understanding of the Word of God and you want to go deeper and and have somebody exegeting the text that is in line with how Christians have understood these texts for millennia, you know, because Pastor Whedon has a great understanding of the writings of the church fathers, then this is a fantastic resource for, for you. Again, The Word of the Lord Endures Forever over at thewordendures.org. So thank you for uh, The Word of the Lord Endures Forever for sponsoring this installment of Fighting for the Faith. That being said, <clears throat> I hate to do this. Let's head back to Keith Kraft as he exegetes. The Great Conjunction that took place on December 21st, 2020.
1: Yeah. System, Jupiter and Saturn came closer together than they had in 397 years. Oh, I know it's just a coincidence. Unless you hear what God is saying from heaven. No matter what they tell you on earth, you're not supposed to be separated. No matter what they tell you on earth... So because Jupiter and Saturn
0: came close together, <laughs> forget the, how, how many bazillions of miles apart they really were, because they came closer together from our point of view, that God was commanding us to no longer social distance.
1: Don't play safe, walk by faith. No matter what they tell you on Earth, if I can do this with planets, I can do it in your life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am dead <laughs> this is just so bad and the people are going yay yay he's not saying anything from god man god wasn't telling us to give up on social distancing because jupiter and saturn came close together on december 21st
1: this is nuts like again like i just got, just gotta back this up what they tell you on earth don't play safe walk by faith no matter what they tell you on earth if i can do this with planets i can do it in your
0: life Notice he's speaking for God. He's speaking in the first person as if God is speaking now directly through him. And God is saying, if I can bring planets
1: close together, I can bring you back close together too. There's nothing to fear. Yes, some bad things are going to happen. But the truth is God is God. Yelling it doesn't make it true.
0: (laughs) It just means it's a high decibel lie. This is not a
1: a message from God. Stay away. Separate. And God says, look up. The closest two planets have been in 397 years. And do you think that God was giving us a message because of that? Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system. So what? Some of you may not know that. I I learned that in like junior high. Seven times bigger. Actually, sixth grade. It may have been fifth grade. Than the Earth. It's so gigantic that all the planets in the solar system could fit inside Jupiter.
0: All the. Uh, Are are you exegeting
1: the world book encyclopedia now what is this planets in our solar system could fit inside this one planet called Jupiter and God said hey I'm gonna take the biggest one God didn't say that make it come close do you know how many bazillion
0: miles it was actually separate from Saturn
1: when the so called great conjunction occurred not too close but I'm going to show you how I want you to live your life. What?
0: <laughs> this is, oh, this is terrible! So let me see. I got this straight. So God is telling me to give up social distancing because of this. God was. This is how I want to show you how to live your life, says God. I want you all to come together. You know. You know, in fact, we might even throw in a Beatles song right here. You know, come together right now. And over me. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Now watch this. Saturn is the second biggest planet. So what? It's nine times bigger than the Earth.
0: I would argue at this point that we have a new gas giant in our solar system. And it's (laughs) it's Keith Kraft. Yeah. Somewhere between (laughs) the gas giants of Jupiter and
1: Saturn. You know. It rotates on its axis second fastest to only Jupiter. So
0: what? It's not. God ain't speaking to us through these facts, dude. So
1: let's just talk about what that means. It doesn't mean anything. Huh? Huh? The Earth has a 24-hour rotation. Many of you know this. <laughs> is that why there's
0: two 12s on our clock? <laughs> is that why it's like 3 in the afternoon and then 12 hours later it's like 3 at night? I get it now. Oh, this, is, I, this is
1: oh But what you may not know is that Jupiter, it takes half the time. So what? Who cares? This is not a message from God. 10 hours, less than half the time. Saturn, 10 hours and 34 seconds. Everybody just say (laughs) double-double.
0: Which he claims is the word that God gave him last year.
1: Oh, look at that double-double right there. Oh man, this is so bad. So in this year of double-double, God takes the biggest planet in the solar system and the second biggest planet in the solar system, and there's what science calls the Great Conjunction. Now what's amazing is this happens every 20 years.
0: What's amazing is you think that this somehow is a message from God. Double-double.
1: Every 20 years, these two planets come very close. And what's amazing is that Jupiter, the reason it looks like, and it's been called by scientists and other people, like the Christmas star, is because they they come so close together, they look like one gigantic star. The last time the two planets were this close to each other was on July 16th. 1623, as I said, 397 years ago. You see, Who cares? What does this have to do with anything? Right? See, these are the things people miss. <laughs> don't worry. The prophet Keith Craft. He didn't. He doesn't miss anything, man. That don't understand. For everything in the natural, would you finish it with me? There is a supernatural correlation. No
0: text in the scripture says that at all he that's like his own slogan that he made up
1: but we see that oh hey let's watch jupiter and saturn oh there's a great conjunction you hear about that on the news oh something's happening let's look out in the sky and see if we can see it and god's saying i'm trying to talk to you no he's not you just made that up if god
0: wanted to talk to us he actually would have talked to us (laughs) If God was trying to talk to us through the Great Conjunction, God is an utter failure of a communicator. Hi, this is God, the Holy Spirit, and I have a message, and I, 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 have, I, I have an idea. I'm, I'm going to talk to you through the Great Conjunction. Can you hear me? Did, did any of you get the message? Only one of you got it? Oh, Bummer. there's only one person on planet Earth who heard the message that God was communicating through the Great Conjunction and it just so happens to be the man who invented the mariachi trench Keith Kraft you've got to be kidding me
1: it's not just a cute little phenomenon it's not just by happenstance that in in the world for the first time that was shut down told to be separate notice he, he, there's a quote on the bottom
0: of the screen. For everything in the natural, there's a supernatural correlation. Keith
1: Kraft from Leadershipology. It ain't from a book of the Bible, man. Now I'm speaking from the heavens. Why don't y'all just come on together?
0: Uh, t- <laughs> um, <laughs> officer, the, the reason why I have chosen... To not engage in any social distancing while I'm at the grocery store and uh, in other places is because God said that he wants us to come together. When did God say that, sir? Well, he he said that on December 21st during the Great Conjunction. Because, you know, Jupiter and Saturn, you know, they... Yeah, I'll I'll just go ahead and put the handcuffs on me now,
1: sir. In fact, be closer than you've ever been before. You see, the heavens declare the glory of God. They declare (laughs) total misuse, misappropriation of Psalm 19 there. The word of the Lord, but it's so easy for us to miss this. So I said, Lord, what does this have to do with this? Because I'm wired this way. Y'all know if y'all been around here. And
0: God ain't talking through that great conjunction,
1: dude. You need to go
0: see somebody about the voices you're hearing in your head.
1: Y'all know if something's happening, God said, okay, I'm speaking through that. It's my job as the father of this house, as a priest and prophet to capture what it is the spirit of God. <laughs> I,
0: I'm the pastor of Kongsvinger of Lutheran Church in Oslo, Minnesota, don't you know? And uh, uh, nowhere in Scripture does it say that part of my job as a pastor is to be a priest and a prophet and and uh, and to divine the voice of God in astrological uh, events.
1: What is saying? And you know what? You can you can sit here and cross your arms and say, "I don't really believe that." And guess what? You're right. If you don't believe it, it won't work for you. <laughs> oh
0: no! I I better start believing the word of the Lord in the mouth of the prophet. Uh, Keith, crap, because he's the only guy who actually heard God speaking during the Great Conjunction.
1: I don't want to miss out on the gold in my pocket. I promise you, I don't believe in that stuff. Well, don't believe in it, and it won't work. What work? This isn't the voice of God that you're bringing. Okay, hang on a
0: second here. Before I spontaneously combust, <laughs> need a Bible break here. Let, let's actually hear the word of the Lord about the word of the Lord. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Yahweh, your salvation according to your promise. I told you the gospel was in here. It's right there. Then I shall have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth. And and I would add to the text here like you have from the mouth of Keith (laughs) Craft. Take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is is in your rules. I will keep your law continually forever and ever. I shall walk in a wide place for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings and I shall not be put to shame for I find my delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands towards your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Remember your word to your servant in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, that your promise gives me life. The insolent utterly deride me. They do not turn away from, they, they, I, but I do not turn away from your law. When I think of your rules from of old, I take comfort, O Yahweh. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house of my sojourning. I remember your name in the night, O Yahweh, and keep your law. This blessing has fallen to me that I have kept your precepts. Mm -hmm. Talking about the written word of God. This is total buffoonishness that we're listening to from this man. We're not hearing any message from God at all. He's utterly forsaken the word
1: of God for this. But for those of us that believe... Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we- <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, Hebrews eleven six has nothing to do with having faith that God's speaking to you in your proper hearing of the message that God spoke on December twenty first in the Great Conjunction.
1: Please God by our belief. So I said, Lord, what are you saying? What are you? Do-? God didn't say anything in the Great Conjunction. Claring to us. Here's what I believe God is
0: saying. All right, here here, here it comes. The the condensed message now.
1: As we go from 2020 to 2021, I am the God of yesterday.
0: Note now the first person, he's
1: channeling God here. Today and forever. I'm he that was and is and is to come. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. I am the first and I am the last. Here's what I believe the Lord is saying. What? What is it? I'm sitting on pins and needles. Your life is in orbit, the orbit of my plan. (laughs) Really?
0: God, God's saying your life is in the orbit of my plan. Wh- which deity were you on the phone with?
1: Cause, Cause that ain't the real God. That's some imposter. And as you focus on my son, what has been slower is going to be overtaken by the faster. <laughs> what? You say, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything! You see, what happens when these two planets come together <laughs> is Jupiter, which again is the largest planet, who cares in our solar system? All of the planets in the solar system could fit inside this 11 times large. This is crazy talk! I mean,. <laughs> This man needs to be locked up. Larger, huge planet, and it overtakes what still is large, but is least and subject to the larger planet. What? 2020 marks a divine conjunction that is taking place between 2020 and 2021. That sentence doesn't make any sense. The Lord says... No, he doesn't. This is blasphemy. God is not saying any of this stuff. I'm doing more than just aligning planets for my purpose. But I'm aligning people, places, and things on your behalf. I'm, God didn't say any of that. The God of providence. I work in the unseen before my work is revealed in the scene. I'm a God of timing. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. And I make everything beautiful in its time. I felt like the Lord said this, 2020 is not just the end of another year But you are entering into a new season. Prophecy bingo word. And the Lord says it's a due season.
0: So the the word of the Lord for 2021 is that it's a new season that's a due season?
1: In other words, what happens when there's a due season? It means your time has come. That's what's going to happen filling them with absolute vain, vain words. These are utterly
0: worthless words. These are words that do not come from the mouth of God. God did not give these words to you to speak. You are filling these people's heads with utter nonsense and vain and vapid and ambiguous hopes of whatever, I don't know. But I do know that God didn't say any of this.
1: Happened in 2021. And the... Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old, for behold, I am doing a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. I am not only making a way in your wilderness, but I am bringing you out of the wilderness.
0: Misappropriating the types and shadows of the Old Testament now.
1: I am not only bringing rivers into your desert. I'm bringing you into promises that I have for you. Of course, the real
0: promises of Scripture, God is going to bring us into them. But this has nothing to do with those.
1: In 2021, you are stepping out of desert places. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, This is so bad. Into the promised places I have for you, says the Lord. 2020 is a year where not only the promises of God for you are going to become possible, but 2021 will be a year where all things become possible.
0: Uh, yeah, Yeah, we're almost a month into 2021. For all of you watching, has 2021 miraculously become the year where all things are possible? This guy is lying. He's he's blaspheming. This is what I felt like the Lord would say. Yeah, the Lord didn't say any of that. Not a word of it. So I want them to roll this little clip. Oh wow yeah inspirational speaker time now yeah this was this like a Nike commercial or you know one of those old school Apple ads And I'm sure at the end it'll have a big punch you know a big buildup in the suspenseful music with a big punch at the end and whoa you just feel number. Of
1: 2021! There it is!
0: Possible! <clears throat> Psalm 119 The Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your words. I entreat your favor with all my heart. Be gracious me, to me according to your promise. When I think on my ways, I turn my feet to your testimonies. I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. "'Though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, "'I do not forget your law. "'At midnight I rise to praise you "'because your righteous rules. "'I am a companion of all who fear you. "'I am those I, of those who keep your precepts. "'The earth, O oh Lord, is full of your steadfast love. "'Teach me your statutes. "'You have dealt well with your servant, O oh Lord, "'according to your word. "'Teach me good judgment and knowledge, "'for I believe in your commandments.' Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The insolent smear me with lies, but with, the, with the, my whole heart, I keep your precepts. Their heart is unfeeling, like fat, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands Of gold and silver pieces. And that's the thing. God's word is of more value than thousands and thousands of pounds of of gold and silver. It is the greatest treasure that we have. But what we just saw happen at the Cathedral of Frisco, they didn't hear God at all. They didn't hear any of his words. This is utterly worthless, what it is that he just did. The word that he gave, it's, it's totally counterfeit. It's a slug nickel. It's not gold or silver. It's fool's gold. And if you attend this church or a church like this, where your, your pastor is your prophet, your vision casting leader who gives you words from God every year, run. Because they've taken away the real treasure, the real word of God, and replaced it with these counterfeit words that have nothing to do with the real word of God. You can either have the treasure itself, the true word, or these counterfeit words. But these counterfeit words won't save you or make you wise. They will only condemn you you found this helpful, all the information on how you can share the video is down below in the description. Until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ and His vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. So what'd you think? (laughs) Love to get your feedback if you'd like to email me regarding anything you've heard on this edition or any... Previous editions of Fighting for the Faith, you can do so. My email address is talkback at faith.com or you can subscribe on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash pirate Christian. Follow me on Twitter, my name there at Pirate Christian. Till next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ His vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen.